Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I've run into people all over the nation. Some of them are now in the ministry, and that's that's rich and rewarding, you see. In the ministry. And I've had many of them to say, you know, I was saved in your meeting. I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, just a host of them. Or you said something in your message or in your sermon, you know, at a certain place. When they remind me, you know, I, I didn't know them. You know, there's a whole crowd, hundreds of people there, thousands there sometimes. You know, they know me because I'm the only man standing on the platform in the pulpit, you see. And they think you ought to know them, you know. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're going to hear this inspiring message from Kenneth E. Hagan, this will be a great month of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. He came and shook hands with me and said, Brother Hagan, I'm so glad to see you. You remember me? I said, oh, yes, I remember. See, I just met him that one time, just saw him that one time. I said, oh, yes, I remember, you know, at the funeral of your uh, niece, there in Farmville, Texas in 1939. He said, Brother Hagin, I don't know whether the pastor told you, of course, of course, I didn't, you know, I never thought of it, but uh, he said, I've just been saved just uh, oh, a couple of weeks. In fact, I just baptized in water here in this church last Sunday night. He said, you know, I guess uh, maybe this pastor here, I haven't said this to he may think it's something that he said or his sermon that brought me to the Lord. But he said, you know, you said something in preaching that funeral 13 years ago that I've never been able to get away from. And so he said, in this meantime, I had married and we come to live here and I just couldn't get away from that statement. He said in the nighttime, that statement, all these 13 years would come back to me. Just one, one statement. I don't know anything else she said. <laughs> See, I don't know anything else she said. To everything else I said was evidently closed off. But on that one statement, some way or another, God found a little hole in that curtain he had pulled and the sun shined through. The light shined through. Are you following me? And so he said lately, that statement, after these years, see, here was a man, you know, I guess 60, maybe in his early 60s, 13 years. And so he said, I just said to my wife, you know, I can't get away from a statement I heard a preacher say 13 years ago. She didn't know me. Like I said, she didn't live there. You know, he lived somewhere else. And he said, uh, I know he happened to be pastor of, a, of an Assembly of God church. I'm going to look in the phone directory and see if there's an Assembly of God church in this town. Well, there was, of course. He found his several of them, but he found the first assembly. And he said, if there is, I'm going out there Sunday night and go to the altar and give my heart and life to the Lord. So he said, I, I came with that purpose. I really don't know what the pastor preached. He may think it's his sermon, but I came with the thought in mind, I'm going to the altar. I'm going to kneel there in that altar of God and open my heart up to the Lord. And he said, it's something. And he told me the little statement, just a little phrase I made, just a little statement that you made 13 years ago. Hallelujah. Well, I rejoiced. Amen. I hugged his neck. He hugged my neck. We just had a shouting spell around the front of that church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Rejoicing. And then you see, when you know something about, like I said, the family, you know, was his, some of his family. That's the reason I was preaching funeral. We're in my church, you see. 
and uh, he he didn't know God. And uh, perhaps as we would say sometime, he was sort of the black sheep of the family. But, and you know, God didn't have much of a chance at him, but God at that funeral uh, let some words be spoken. Praise God that shined in and he couldn't get away from it. Well, thank God for that. I said, thank God for that. You know, that's the reason, one reason that, uh, you know, we can't take credit for anything. Amen. You know, Paul said, you know, right into the church at Corinth, some of them say, would say, I'm of Paul, I'm of Cephas, I'm of Apollos. Well, he's Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, and God gave the increase. A lot of times you think it's your preaching that brought people in, and my, what you might have been doing, just watering some seed that's already been planted there. Somebody else planted the seed. It was God that did it. Let's just give him all the praise. The son of righteousness. Hallelujah. And let's just rejoice that the sun came shining through. Praise his holy name. Can you say amen? Amen. And so many times these things happen, we just rejoice in it, just simply rejoice in it. I've I run into people all over the nation. Some of them are now in the ministry, and that's, that's rich and rewarding, you see. In the ministry. And I've had many of them to say, you know, I was saved in your meeting. I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, just a host of them. Or you said something in your message or in your sermon, you know, at a certain place. When they remind me, you know, I, I didn't know them. You know, there's a whole crowd, hundreds of people there, thousands there sometimes. You know, they know me because I'm the only man standing on the platform in the pulpit, you see. And they think you ought to know them, you know. Because, uh, well, I remember the meeting, of course, then. And, and something you said. I never was able to get away from it. Now I'm in full-time ministry. Praise God. Hey, that's rich. That's, that's rewarding. Everywhere you go, I mean, just everywhere you go, after you've been out in the ministry for a while, I've been out there for a good many years now, about 40-some-odd years. Everywhere I go, I never get away from folks that know you, know something of your ministry, have been blessed, but praise God, all the glory and all the praise and all of the honor goes to the Lord Jesus Christ. For he is the son of righteousness. Now, you know, in the natural, from the natural standpoint, the son, S-U-N, son, is wonderful. It shed forth light. And sometimes it's a wonderful doctor. Sometimes folks just need some sunshine. I, I remember, you know, you heard me tell about the lady that was an inmate of the asylum, which Wichita Falls, Texas. Well, she had been violently insane and had been shut up in a cell, a padded cell. No sunshine for over two years. She was no longer violently insane. The doctor said she'll always be insane, always need institutional care, but we don't believe she'll ever be violent anymore. But they said to her, folks, see, this is 1943 during World War Number Two, and, you know, we're short of help. We can't, no one to take her out and exercise her. And if you could come and get her and take her home on a two-week furlough and just keep her out all day long in the sunshine. She hadn't had any sunshine for over two years, see? And exercise. If you have a city park, just take her to the park and stay with her out there all day long. Now watch her closely, just like you would a little child, because she don't even have the mind of a two-year-old. She's liable to just run right out in front of an automobile, be killed. So stay right with her. But keep her out all day long in the sunshine. And, and walk her, and exercise her. And if the change of environment and the sunshine and exercise doesn't improve her appetite and, and her overall health, she just isn't going to live much longer. Well, you see, people need sunshine and need exercise. 
Well, you know, of course, that the devil was cast out of the woman, her mind was restored, and the same doctors pronounced her well. Praise God. And 20-some-odd years later, she's still teaching Sunday school class in church and working for the Lord, working in a place of business. Her mind was fine. Well, son, from the natural standpoint, S-U-N, son, that woman needed son. Keep her in the sunshine. And sunshine is a great help to us, and a blessing in many, many ways. But it's not, uh, it won't cure everything. But I'll tell you one thing about it. The son of righteousness, S-U-N. That's who Malachi talked about. Son of righteousness, hallelujah, shall appear with healing in his wings. Thank God he never fails. I said he never fails. Because the son of righteousness, the S-U-N of righteousness is the S-O-N of righteousness and is the son of God. And we used to sing the chorus, Jesus never fails. And at every opportunity, he never fails to shine light into the darkest place. Amen. All you have to do is just open your heart to him. He never fails. I don't care how sinful. I don't care from the standpoint of sickness and disease how hopeless the case may be. When they come to him and when they open up their heart to him, blessed be God that uh, sun shines in. Hallelujah. And dispels the darkness and dispels everything of darkness. But too many times, my friends, they are things that we put up, so to speak, between us and the sun to keep it from shining in. We've got to get those things out of the way. Sometimes it can be sin. Sometimes it can be things of the flesh. And you, you have to do something about that. He, if you've got uh, the sun in the natural, the S-U-N, shining in this window, well, you put up an awning to keep him shining in. No, the sun's still out there. It just can't shine in because you got up the awning. If you'll take the awning off, praise God, the sun will just automatically shine in. And so the S-U-N of righteousness wants to shine into our lives and into our hearts to drive out darkness, to drive out sin, to drive out sickness, to drive out disease. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. In this package is called Winning in the Time of Trouble. Well, four CDs, we have to win when we're in fear. That's right. Fear paralyzes you, as I've said in there already. It keeps you from making a good decision. That's why he said, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, but the power and the sound mind. So when you begin to realize what is in this, in there here, these four CDs, it's tremendous what I talk about in here. I talk about winning over every obstacle. I yes. talk about how to get to the finish line and be successful. I was told many, many times, and that's why I've got a track runner on there, that I couldn't win the race. Yes. But I did. That's right. You're told that you're not going to get out of this trouble. You're in it for good. You might as well just learn how to live with it. That's not so. No. You can win in trouble. And then a little slimline book is You Can Make It. 
Absolutely. Regardless of what you're uh, faced with, you What you're it. faced with. And then a book by my dad, little old, we call them mini books, just mm -hmm. so that, you know, goes in your shirt pocket or easy to carry in your purse. Yes. You can have what you say. That's right. How you think, how you talk about your situation is whether you win or lose. That's if right. If you talk about the trouble, then you're going to stand up. But if you talk about the problem solver, the yes. trouble reliever, then you're going to win. You know, honey, even in little things, I know that uh, when we started playing golf. Yeah. Well, every time I would get to a hole where there was water, that you had to go over the water. Yeah. You might call it fear, but because I had failed at one time and the ball went into the water. And so every time that I face that water, it's like that fear, that's going to go in there. You start thinking that. Uh -huh, you start, uh-huh. But I had to start saying, hey, I'm going to go over to the other side. Right. I'm gonna, so that goes along with you can have what you yeah. say. And now, I did. All of these are regular retail for $35.90. But I want you to have them for $21.95 because yes. I know what these will do for you. I'm just not trying to get you to, to sell a book or some CDs. I'm trying to get something in your hand yes. that will set you free and get you on the road to success. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.